You are listening to the Two and a Half Weebs podcast, a show where two veteran anime fans drag a newbie down the rabbit hole of waifus, isekai, and fan service, as well as the happenings in the gaming world. Enjoy. All right, everyone. Hello. Two and a Half Weebs again this week. First time on Twitch? Uh, yeah, hello, Twitch. hello, Twitch. If you're over on the purple... Place Comfy's blowing his ocarina. I'm not um, blowing into it because it would make very loud noises. Oh, so okay. Very All right. Uh, okay, that <laughs> got brought up because of that. That was such a fun time. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there were some shenanigans. That was that was some fucking fun time. So yeah, Copper Comfy, how you guys been this week? Uh, sick. Sick? Oh no. Well, I'm sick of you, so it fits. I'm sick of your bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a bully. I'm sorry. Yeah, you've been bullying me really hard right now. I'm always a bully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does that. Sometimes. Been, uh, yeah, it's been a very busy week. Uh-huh. This week. Uh, lots of cool stuff going on. Lots of fun things. Mm-hmm. My bot's not actually turned on right now. <laughs> I should fix that. <laughs> yeah, some of us are cool enough to get Valorant access. I got Valorant access technically twice because I had a friend who got it and uh, he told me that I could use his account. So I was able to play it day one. I fucking Addison, who is a mod for me, got account access and he wouldn't let me use his account while he's at work 80% of my streams. See, Jerk. Okay, I'm just so kidding. I love you, Addison. Don't I, be mad. I had a friend and we were all in Discord. Uh-huh. We're, we're, we've all, we were all really wanted to play Valorant because we we're all Overwatch people. Um... And so I was played a little bit of CSGO as well. So we all wanted to play Valorant and we were all looking for keys and he got one in the first 15 minutes. And I was like, Hey, can I borrow it for stream while you're at work? He's like, yeah. I'm like, how much do I have to pay you? He's like, I don't, you can just play it. I'm not going to be using it. Unlock me heroes. <laughs> Wait, you have Two. to unlock the heroes. You start with okay. five and then there's five unlockable ones uh, that you get. Okay. You get one at like some amount of levels and then some at, you get another one. Like five more levels after that. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. It's, but it you have to unlock just a couple of them. Cool. But it was like, hey, unlock stuff for me for free. And I was able to play on his account. And then my account got in and I haven't really played since then because I'm in Serbia, apparently. <laughs> uh, of all the so, places. Now, granted, my Riot account um, or my League of Legends account specifically, uh, which has the username, hey, would you blow me? Hey, uh, was hacked. Oh, speak of the devil. The person that I used his account is in my chat. Um, but now I you have your own account. Yeah, now I have my own account, but I can't play with any of my friends and I can't play with less than 180 ping because it thinks I'm in Serbia. Yikes. Yeah, I guess so, I'm going to have to send them a ticket or whatever. Yeah, I sent them a ticket. They're working on it, allegedly. I'm but sure it, that they don't have 800 things to work on right now. Oh, they have so they have so, so much, much going time. on right now. It is unrealistic to think that any minor issue could get fixed that quickly. No, I won't. So It'll take a while. I have a question Stop. in the similar vein here. Uh, Dale, how's Argentina? Uh, I don't know. I the, through the magic of the internet, it only thinks I'm in Argentina. However, no, no, no. I am still in you Ohio. In where? Listen. This point, at some point last week, I drove home with my window down because it was a beautiful fucking day. 
The next morning, I had to wipe snow off my fucking car because Ohio sucks. There's nothing wrong with Ohio. I mean, except the snow. Regardless of snow, Ohio sucks. Let's, let's just Ohio sucks for lots of reasons. Ohio quarantine, not because of COVID-19, because it's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a good meme. Yeah, I, I, I kind of fucking hate Ohio. I really do. Um, but hey, here's what See, it is. Now, Personally, I'm still in Canada, so I can log into my Valorant account. Oh, I have no plans on using. Canada. Did you get a key for Valorant? I did, and mine works. That's amazing. Of course, of course, Copper got a key to a I'm game sad. that you never play. Yes, I got a key to a game I have no interest in playing. Ever. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually one of the funniest things to me about Valorant, because uh, Riot has always been a very polarizing company in terms of the games that they make. Uh-huh. Uh, like League of Legends, you love it or hate it. Valorant, every single person I've talked to about Valorant has either said, it looks like the greatest game ever, I can't wait to play it, or I have no interest in it, it looks terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that, that is honestly always the games that, like, there's just, have there staying power, though. no in-between. Right. There well, is, see, for me, it's, like, the reason I got a key is because some of the streamers like to watch like Dr. Lupo and Seagull. I've been playing the shit out of that game. Right. And I like Dr. Lupo and Seagull were both on my street, on my computer for extended periods of time this past week. And the thing is, I just don't care to play the game. Like it's nothing against the game itself. It's just, yeah, not your type of game. That's fine. Not my type of game. I was just watching streamers that I enjoy watching. Yeah. And so, hmm. No, and that's totally I, fair, because it's also very, very... It's just Counter-Strike. And if you don't yeah, like Counter-Strike, then you're not going to like this game. Yeah, it's Counter-Strike with some abilities. That's yeah. basically I, see, it. I like Counter-Strike. The, I, I like the idea of a more updated Counter-Strike. This, it, and it then also like having and then having some new updated abilities, and then having the cool abilities is kind of dope, too. So, like, yeah. This is, this is the more Counter-Strike side of uh, like updated shooters where I've, I've always said that like rainbow six siege is like counter-strike if it was updated to modern day. Yeah. But this just takes counter-strike shooting mechanics and updates the game around it to modern day. Mm-hmm. So like if you, if you can deal with counter-strike shooting, this game is awesome. But yeah. other than that, it's, you know, yeah, it's what you make of it. Shark also yeah. got valor and access and I want to play with shark and everybody else. And I'm not cool enough. That about it. See, I never, I'm not a CSGO person, so right. no, yeah. I just happened to get one because I watched, was watching, like, I got mine at, like, 4 a.m. because I'd left Lupo on while I was, in, like, I was watching Lupo in bed and fall, mm. fell asleep, and that's, like, just what happened with mine. Same so French. Like, hey. One day we'll get codes or access. Yeah. You know what I did it's, get, though? A ooh, bunch of ESO get? drops. Nice. Yes. I yeah. have a shit ton of those. I get so one great. a day, like actually, like I've been getting one a day. It's cool. Because uh, I have been streaming a whole bunch of ESO on the Twitch for the first week of being on Twitch. And it's been a fun time. So we keep playing ESO for a bit. ESO is a good time. It, it is probably one of my favorite MMOs. It's a good MMO. It's fun. It is a good time. It, it and that good note, I'm actually going to stop playing so we can focus on the podcast. Yeah. The we podcast about about anime. We should probably Wait. mention anime. This Wait, week, there, there is there is one more game that came out 
this week that's like super important something about uh, um, final fantasy i yeah, that, think we the, can uh, yeah the final yeah, fantasy game that came yeah we out. can talk about that too. I've, i'm I not interested i have so we can talk about that in a bit yeah. so anime the thing we're... anime we watched a show this week yeah we did we did watch a show it was a show that is new and not that is out, but not quite out in the way that most people are going to be able to watch. Also, it yet. Yeah. I was informed today that it is being delayed. Is it? Yes. What like, BNA? Yeah. Delayed for North American yep. release. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, not that the show's not not finished, guys. Like, there's more. Like, there's six episodes out there. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just it's being produced um and by distributed Netflix. by Netflix. Um, actually produced, it looks like by Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. I ended up um, so. With everything going on and, you know, everybody around the world from animation studios and stuff like that having to work from home. Localization um, is difficult. No, it's being yeah. delayed from and it's being delayed from yeah. the source in Japan. Jerry yeah, says, that's not so. surprising because yeah. of animation studios are basically closed. Right. Like, and trying to do animation from home is probably insanely difficult. Right. Um, it's not very easy. Well, most people aren't going to have like even professional animators are not going to have the equipment at home to do that thing at home because why would you like, and there have been, there've been a lot of shows that were getting delayed. Uh, ReZero got delayed. Uh, Sword yep. Art Online final season got delayed. Yep. Um, which that's, that's completely reasonable, but then there's other shows. And, uh, this was actually brought up in my discord. Uh, Kaguya-sama was not delayed, but it's also being produced by a one. And somebody brought up, it's like, well, why isn't this being delayed when Sword Art is? And it's like, well, they're very different shows with very different budgets. Yeah. And Kaguya, for oh. example, takes place in roughly the same room with the same four characters, and Sword Art is like an adventure show. Yeah. Which has it's... a varying cast, a varying amount of backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, it's production size, like staff size and whatnot. Because you have a small staff side and a small studio you can get away with still probably working in the studio by keeping your distance, mm-hmm. but working in a studio with like a few dozen people. Nope. Yeah. Um, no. And like there, you know, there are anime Plus, studios that have and, very, very small teams as well. Yeah. And some shows that aren't delayed were already finished, right? They just weren't released yet. So yeah. There's that too. Oh, absolutely. So there's, it's the same reason, like you're going to have shows in North America here that for our live action stuff that's produced for, you know, major television networks. A lot of it's gonna you're gonna get delays of announcements like like things are gonna be pushed back i mean shit mm. they just released uh was it trolls world tour a major production picture like motion picture animation picture on directive basically what is basically announced to direct to video right it goes yep. it's on streaming services now because to be fair people can't go to the theaters if this, was, if this was 10 years ago it would have been a direct to dvd release anyways um, probably not, actually. Um, the first Trolls movie did really well at the box office, weirdly enough. So the sequel really? is, yeah, that's See, why the well, sequels. Even even then, uh, like, back back then, a lot of sequels to animated movies generally just went straight to. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello, Aladdin 2 and 3. Uh, we don't talk about any of those. <laughs> Aladdin is my favorite Disney movie. Aladdin 2 and 3 don't exist in my eyes. Um, we don't talk about them. And also, one of my favorite comments somebody made about Frozen 2 when it was coming out was, if this was 10 years ago, Fro- you'd watch Frozen 2 from DVD first, and you'd be sad that Olaf had a weird voice. Mm. It's like, okay. But, yeah, and uh, Disney Pixar released uh, 
onward. Yes, onward went went super quickly to to like Disney, Disney Plus, Plus and that. Mm-hmm. Um, good movie, by the way. If nobody, if you haven't watched it yet, I've heard it's Frozen for brothers. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of a. Like, like, it, I don't, it, it, it's it's hard to discuss their relationship without spoiling stuff for the movie, so it is definitely a coming of age in a non-nuclear family story um, that, that is very much about the relationship between these brothers um, and kind of, a, you know, coming to terms with that. Gotcha. Yeah. But so we did actually watch the show this week. We did. Yes. We watched uh we watched Trigger's new show, BNA. Mm-hmm. Stands for brand new animal. Yep. Uh, they I was it. thoroughly entertained. This is the greatest show ever made. Uh I know Copper and Dale hate it. I love it. Why why do you think I hate it? I don't know, furries. I actually I actually liked it. I thought it was Did pretty really? good. Yeah. I thought it was so, great. I want a fucking is, I want a uh, dub because I hate subs. So like Especially because so I, be, especially because I want a Netflix show this for sure because yeah. it's a Netflix production, an actual that's, Netflix production, which is interesting. Probably one of the main reasons it's being delayed right now is because the localization. Right. As soon as there's a dub, I will restart and watch the whole thing because it's good. Yeah, like so I enjoyed it. There's, yeah. So it's a new show from Trigger uh, in production with Netflix, um, and it's not like one of those Netflix originals where it's like Netflix buys the rights. They're actually in. Um, mm. I think they're actually produ- helping produce this, which is interesting. Because cool. um, if they can help, like if they can start getting actual anime studios to make actual anime for, like directly for them, that's going to be an interesting step. Um, yeah, it'd be very cool. But yeah. So the show is basically um, revolves around a girl who lives in a world where it's discovered. Um, over 10 years ago that animal people are real. Beast yeah. men, if you will. Yeah, beast men that they call. Basically call people... And they have the ability to shift between an animal form of some sort and a human. So this causes some issues in society because people are people and freak out about things that are different. And a city is formed with the help of a corporation where these beast men can go and live in peace. <coughs> it's a special Animus- zone. Which, if anyone's filler with anime, special zones are things that have their own rules and laws. And this one is for Beastmen. Humans aren't really allowed in it. Yeah. So that's kind of the setup of the world. This girl, our main character, um, basically wakes up one day and is a Tanuki girl. And she's like, what the fuck? I'm human. Why am I now a Beastman? Yeah. And she then travels. Well, she runs away from home and goes to the city having to contend with um, humans that try to kill beast men called beast hunters, mm-hmm. which is probably illegal because they're still people. Like, laws against murder are still a thing. Um, no. When she goes <clears throat> to the city and then has some... basically gets caught up in things in the city um, because... So, I do want to point out, uh, so, she gets to the city and there's this huge festival and whatever. Yes, on the screen they're... of the festival was a reference to another trigger animation. Oh, was there? I didn't catch it. Yeah, it was uh it was the co- the the skeleton cop in all leather and flaming is a reference to uh 
another trigger anime. I, I don't remember. Which is really, really funny. But not it, it, surprising on triggers. Yeah, Inferno Cop. It, it started with. For things. It started with the, uh, the Tanoki character girl. Yeah, she she's... was trying to get herself to the city. Um, and yeah. she's literally riding on top of a bus because she's like, I don't know, probably can't ride inside the bus. Safely? No, beastmen are um, afraid. Yeah, beastmen are ostracized in human culture at this point, and it's hard to tell when someone's going to attack you or not when you're a beastman. Right. And now most of them can shift between the human form and the non-human form. Um, mm. She's stuck in the beast person form. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't have a choice but to hide what she looks like and whatnot. So she's riding on top of the bus trying to get there, um, mm. and. You know, unfortunately, she is somehow spotted or the bus is followed by beast hunters because they patrol the area around uh, the city. Uh-huh. And she ends up getting into a fight with these group of people and ends up getting... She starts getting beat no, up. No, she doesn't get into yes. a fight. Yeah. Like, she's just... They, they're they about she's to run away. It's, it, but it she's is running away. They surround yeah. her and, like, she's on the floor about to get... Yeah. The not um, No. And uh, then... At which point we have the introduction of another character who's a recurring character. Um, Mary the Mink. Is, yeah, Mary the Mink. Um, she has a couple henchmen with her. Um, Balls turn to Beastman. One's a warthog. And I forget what the other one was. A lion? Was he a lion? It's hard what? to tell. A was big a cat. Of some... One was well, a boar. One was a boar. It was a warthog. I'm an idiot. And uh, a large cat of some sort. Um... One thing you'll notice in this, when you go through this anime, though, um, the large cats kind of blend into each other because, frankly, large cats are of certain types kind of look like each other, um, especially when you start, like, making them look anamorphic. So a large cat of some sort is the other one, I think. Um, And they start assisting her for a fee, basically. She's basically a, um, a human trafficker to bring these people into the city. Uh-huh. Um, you know, kind of the thing you see where, you know, you have smugglers who basically do human runs across different borders to smuggle people from one country to another. That's what Mary basically is. Yeah, she smuggles and, people into Anima City. Yeah. And she says, you know, I'll help you get into the city, you know, for a price. And the price is literally every single, you know... All the money set. you own. Yeah, all the money she has is the price that Mary demands. She's like, fine, hands over a large stick of money. Uh, They beat the shit out of all the beast hunters, and they take her to the city on a boat. Once she gets there, the city appears to be deserted. She ends up in the city center. Um, Of note is that she sees this ghostly wolf figure on top of a building. Mm. And then all these um, beastmen start coming in, and she's like, oh no, and then fireworks and celebration it's apparently the 10 year anniversary of the founding of the city mm-hmm. she so got debated by a party yeah she got basically debated by a party big party going on she's like yay happy time times and then her wallet gets stolen mm-hmm. by a little monkey dude by a uh, pickpocket who happens to be a monkey man um she chases after him and <laughs> after confronting having a confrontation with mary she assumes mary works pickpocket um, we actually don't know if they do or not um, throughout the full three episodes we've watched. It's never actually resolved. Um, I, I I feel like she didn't, but I mean, I could I be wrong. I feel like she knows the pickpocket, but right. she never set out to 
to rob her specifically. Right. She didn't like necessarily um, work with the pickpocket, but she knows him. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, she like, definitely knows him. In the underworld. Um, yeah. It turns out that she didn't give Mary all of her money because she's not an idiot. Um, I think Mary actually respects her for that, though, uh, more so than if she'd actually given her all the money. Um, yeah. Anyway, she's chasing after this pickpocket, and the pickpocket run is running right through the crowd, <laughs> past a bunch of people, goes underneath this um, giant display in the city square, and she sees another guy who is like doing, like he's in a, I don't know, um, custodian repairman kind of uniform thing, working with tools. Um, he looks at her weirdly, gathers his stuff, and runs away. She loses sight of the pickpocket because of that. And then an explosion goes off. And the giant display starts falling on the crowd. People scatter. And she runs out to help an old guy who is like a an old sheep. Can't run away fast enough because he's got like oh, a yeah. walker. He's, he's got like a walker and he's he's shuffling. And she's, she's just like, like All oh right, my God. You got to go. You got to move and a then, lot faster than you are right now. Come on, yes. man. So she's trying to run him forward. And of course, you know, if you're running away from something falling at you, you don't run with the length of the object, you're supposed to run sideways to get out of it faster, but of course she doesn't do that. She ends up getting saved by a wolf who then assumes that uh, directly that she would cause explosion. Of course she didn't. Um, he uses his sense of smell. His it's super sense of smell. Good sense of smell. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah th this is a touch point we'll discuss in a, in a minute. Um, oh yeah. He uses I his thought, sense of smell yeah. to basically track the fact that she was telling the truth about where she was and that there was another person setting stuff off. He then trails that person, confronts him. Guy basically sets off another bomb trying to kill the wolf guy. Doesn't work. Um, they start a fight. Two more guys show up. Uh, one is a deer. One is a lion. We know this because it's a male, so he's got a giant mane. They all get into a giant fight. He kicks the shit out of three of them. Um, it's not even a fight. This, it's just they, they try, and he's just like, nah, bud, stop it. This fight scene is so well animated. It was pretty cool. It's it very neat looking. Um, it's got it. It's, I love this the show has such a unique art style. It's pretty cool. Yes. It, yeah, it's, it's a very trigger art style. Yes. It's a very, so. the whole show is very, very stylized in terms of um, movement and colors and just how the characters look, um, yes. even from moment to moment. Like, uh -huh. um, for example, in the fight scene, you have the lion who's using a shotgun. <laughs> His portions completely change, um, and his movement changes when, um, you know, their guns are basically taken away and destroyed, and he switches to using his claws, right? He gets massive and huge, and so there's, you know, it's a very interesting form of animation they went with. Right. Uh, it's But it is 100% trigger. Like, if you've ever seen a trigger anime, you would recognize this being a trigger anime just by looking at it. The character um, designs remind me of uh, what is it? Uh, Darling in the Franks and the like fight animations remind me of like Gurren Logan. Yeah, yeah, can, yeah. yeah the, the yeah, fight animation is probably the place you'd see it, you'd recognize Trigger's style the most, I think, mm -hmm. with the, the way the frenetic action which characters move. Um, other than that, the, the human forms. Not so much. They're they're a bit different than their normal style, which is nice that we're not, you know, looking at the same thing um, all the time. And the animal forms are 
are pretty decent as well. I mean, if you're a furry, this show's probably going to excite some people at some point. Because <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a lot of that. Um, but yeah, so the show, the first episode ends with the girl stopping the wolf from killing, um, you know, the, the bombers. Yeah. And then over the next episode, we, you know, see her basically say, you know, I'm a human. I can prove it. Mm -hmm. My student ID, you know, shows that I have a different blood type than what a beastman yeah. would have. Right. Beastmen and humans, one of the ways you can tell the difference between them. Um, there's these strips that they show that will show if someone's a beastman or not. But it's also mentioned, it shows that she is one because of the strip. Uh, but she mentions, I have a different blood type than what beastmen have, and I can prove it. It's on my ID. This leads her to try to track down her wallet, leading her to a place called um, Rabbit Town. Oh, which man, is, it is not like Rabbit Hole at all. Which is actually it's a little bit like Rabbit Hole. Oh, God. <laughs> is right, it? There is a, never mind. I was going to make yeah. a bad joke. <laughs> um, so Rabbit Hole, for anybody listening, is the name of my Animal Crossing island, which is basically a giant brothel. Um, yep, yep. It's, don't uh, ask. It's you a good fucking time. You, you don't have to um, ask. Only to from the mind of copper. Holy so shit. Rabbit Town is the... Uh, territory of a gang that is run by a madam who happens to be a bunny um, called uh, Grand Grandma or something like that. Grand Grandma uh, or something? Grand Graham or something like that. Yeah. <coughs> She's. That's a strange name. Um, she basically says, I'll give your wallet back if you teach these kids to read and write. Which she's like, okay, that's a pretty fair deal. Like, and she asks who they are. They're all orphans and stuff like that, she says. So she's like, yeah, I'll help you teach these kids that you're looking after. For awesome. Getting my wallet back, you know. Um, then another another gang shows up, says that, you know, she's got, you know, a debt to pay to them. That they need to give, she needs to give them the money. Um, he says, I don't have it. It's like, well, you've got to sell whatever stock you've got on hand sooner than than you were planning to because you owe us some money and we want it to be paid. So then we cut to a scene with the docks where... Our uh, main character is in a cage with all the kids. Apparently, um, our bunny madam was basically teaching the kids to read and write because they're worth more when she sells them if they're able to read and write. So she's basically doing human trafficking and other things are implied. Um, the girl uh, basically tries to get them out of the cage. Turns out she can expand parts of her body so she can expand her tail to a huge bushy tail thing um, but that doesn't work she ends up stretching her arms out and choking the crane operator who's lifting <laughs> the cage onto the oh, boat God. that's waiting nearby that looks ridiculous uh, it looks super weird and strange and uh, it's, the wolf it's guy meant shows to be helps, supposed to it seems rescue them yeah. beats all the people up they get arrested by the police. She's like, well, why didn't you come sooner if you knew these people were doing this? He's like, we needed direct evidence. Otherwise, we couldn't arrest them, which is true. Yeah. You know, you can't arrest people on suspicion of, of things if there's no evidence. Um, so they basically let them, you know, caught them red-handed on purpose. Um, they're like, don't worry about the kids. They're going to be sent to an orphanage that is run by the city. You know, that's on the up and up. And she's like, well, here's my, you know, she gets the... Uh, her wall back from <clears throat> the grandma bunny person when she fronts her again and the grandma's like look I might be an awful person but I'm doing this to survive and you know it's easy to tell that you're not a beastman because you don't act like one of us 
um, where the law of survival is basically the rule of the city. Like, that's how the city works. So it's the strong over the weak. And she's like, you know, come back and complain to me again, you know, after you've lived the life of a beast um, woman in this society for a while. <clears throat> basically implying that, you know, being female, which can be rough in normal society, is made worse in this society where strength and power is the name of the game and the people who don't have physical ability are going to get stepped on. Right. Um, um, there was also a scene earlier where they were at li in line at like... the uh, When she was trying to get her Beastman registration filled out. Yeah. Basically, imagine you're in a line at the DMV, okay? And then one's like, no, I get to be in the front of line now. And yeah, then they Dad fight for it. The they literally the have a fight to mine. see who gets to be in the front of the line then. They're just like, yes. yep, okay. And the winner takes the front of, of the line. Yeah, that's the first point where they first point out, this is the rule of the city. This is how things work. And people are okay with it, which is a little weird. Yeah. Um, I, I, we also kind of skipped over at the beginning of the second episode. Uh, the wolf dude brings her back to... Kind of live with him, kind of like he lives with uh, a she scientist. Brings her back to the, um, and it's, it's an association that is basically for newcomers to see right. to help them get acclimated to the yeah. city. It's run by a uh, married couple. One is a doctor. Uh, he happens also happens to be a rooster. Who who turns um, into a rooster and then crows at dawn, yeah, he, which is kind of hilarious. He's a rooster because of course he crows at dawn. Um, and the wolf guy <coughs> actually works for the association as a social worker i love um, i love like he is the most badass character in the first episode and he showed up and the second episode is like so who is he exactly oh yeah he's just our social worker yeah so he's not a police member or anything like that or a special forces person he's a social he's, worker he's a social worker he's a hero in his free time yeah but then like the you you see pretty quickly on especially in episode three the cops are like yeah we fucking trust this guy like the the, oh, yeah, the no, detective like who is a bloodhound which is a very good touch is like, yeah, help us. Yeah, okay. Yeah, most of the, most of the police are dogs. Um, are they? they? Actually, okay, the, I only noticed yeah, the one. Towards the end of episode three, they show a bunch of police officers. They're all dogs. Gotcha. All the men um, dogs. Which is hilarious. It's a joke. Um, makes a lot of sense, but it's all hilarious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so episode three, uh, she's got the ID back. She's like, look, here. It shows right here. This is my blood type, which means, you know, I'm human. So they're like, okay, you're obviously telling the truth that you were a human up until a little bit ago, which is weird and not good because this might cause a panic. In response, our wolf guy throws her into a room and piles a bunch of furniture on top of the door. Uh, better for leaving. And basically says, you can't leave. I'll feed you every so often, but... I have protect, to protect you. Yada, yada. But to protect the beastman society and her and whatnot yeah. you have to stay here until we find out what the cause is because if anybody else found out that you were a human that has turned into a beastman it would cause massive panic among certain sections of the human population and the beastman population and the humans would probably kill us so yeah. you're staying here <clears throat> um she is basically rescued it is a really good point um she's insisting that she has a disease and wants to go to a medical the medical center She's, they're like, we've never heard of anything like that. We don't know why you're Beastman now. Right. Um, the mayor shows up um, and is like, hey, there's been a bombing and there's been a uh, threat issued by the bomber saying that I planted more bombs. The police can't find them quickly enough. Can you help us with your super sense? 
of smell and locate the bombs. And he's like, sure, I will help. <laughs> Our girl Stupid basically uh, calls out to the mayor and the mayor makes him let her out. And then she basically accuses him of a couple of crimes, which he's actually guilty of, such as well, forcible confinement uh, and kidnapping. This is one of the like, character moments that made me love this show was she's in this room locked and she hears the mayor conversing with uh, the wolf man, whose name is Shiro. Uh, and she screams, help me. I'm being trapped. I'm being trapped in here. And the mayor just looks at Shiro is like, did you hear a voice just now? And he just looks at her and says, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. What like, are you talking about? It's such a blatant, like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then she's like, he locked me in here. Please let me out. And she's like, move all the furniture. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, just the character interactions between the two, regardless, was just very, for lack of a better word, human and well done. Yes. So, um, so she cuts a deal with the mayor not to charge him with kidnapping and forcible confinement if uh one she's allowed to help and um two the mayor agrees basically says i'll help you find the cure or cause of whatever it is yeah you know made you into a beast person so we can get you back to normal um but one drop you have to drop the charges against him and two you can't tell anybody that you used to be human because it would call a cause of panic which she agrees to right yeah. um basically. so he sets off to find all the bombs, tells the place where the bombs are, goes to help um, defuse them. Um, during that time, she goes to Wait, the what medical the center. <clears throat> and well, at the medical center, she meets. Um, she basically spots. He flies? In. Um, she spots the fact that one of the people from the medical center is working with the criminal gang we had seen before who had basically told the grandma bunny she has to pay them. Um, so they're working with them doing something uh, she gets caught by them the wolf guy shows up though because he's been alerted by his little crow friend um, friend or pet I don't it's hard to say what the crow is I don't know um, it is hard to tell and he's like you know came to rescue you crow told me where you were she's like I've been calling you like multiple times he's like yeah crow told me where you were so yeah he he... Them, they get away um the medical center guys though have been watching this and they're like oh crap and set off an explosion in the building um in the data center of the building one of the data centers to destroy any you know computer records that were there about what they were doing and working on um mm. they had also recognized the girl um yeah and we don't know why they recognized her um i feel like it's... her as a human versus yeah. her as a as a nookie so the human was the photo they had and the photo as the nookie is how they were like oh crap that's her and we don't know what the connection is to them yet um it so... definitely feels implied that they're the ones that like made whatever made her a, a beastman yeah that's, they might that have and it's, like it's, it's definitely going to yeah, the, the implication is that they're somehow involved in why she's now a beastman, um, but we don't know if they did something to her or if they did something to someone around her, right? Or if just in general populace, they released something and she's one of the people who changed. Uh -huh. um, because there's a flashback scene we see where she's talking with a friend, and the friend 
uh, we don't know if this flashback scene is a dream or whatnot, but her friend turns into a beast person as well and is taken away by people in a black van and black suits. And then she just runs the fuck away. Like she, she, well, she's still human at that point. Um, oh, and then yeah. later on she becomes a beast person as well. And her parents yeah. hide her. Um, yeah. And then she sends the letter to her parents, mom, dad, listen, I love you, but, uh, I'm not staying here. Yeah. She left a note when she, when she ran away to go to the city. Um, so they set up this explosion in the building. They go, of course, the police now have arrived at the building because they've been tracking the bombs. So the girl, the chief detective, um, and our wolf guy all go upstairs to the explosion. They're like, well, there's something weird here. Like, there's no smells in here. And they confront the, uh, basically the chief, chief of staff. He's like, well, what are you accusing us of? Like, And the wolf's like, well... Your hands also have no smell in them right now, and you guys have the capacity as a research facility to produce a chemical that do that because normally you cannot get rid of smells otherwise. No. So he's basically guilty. He freaks out, um, shifts into a rhino, a fight starts, and then the other guy who was also in the room but invisible because he's a chameleon um, basically grabs the girl around the neck, takes her hostage, runs away, the wolf gets to a big fight with the, the rhino, ends up breaking off his horn, and the police chase after the chameleon and the girl up to the roof. Uh, this is also the shot where you can see the police are dogs. Um, he basically confronts them uh, about wanting, uh, was it a million yen and a helicopter? A helicopter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the girl stretches out her arms again, um, basically starts hitting him in the face uh, and go and gets thrown off the building. She gets rescued by the wolf. He gets arrested. Um, and she has concerns about why he freaked out so much because it seemed more personal, she says, than what this whole situation was. Like, his hatred of her and animosity towards her personally was very different, um, which uh, we see from a couple scenes where the president of this company is basically like, getting them to do stuff um, that, yeah, they are somehow involved in whatever is with her. Yeah. So there's, it, it there's seems a pretty obvious unfolding about, you know, why she's now a beast person. Um, there's also the fact of why can she stretch her body parts out? Like, that's, that's, that's is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a few threads running through the show. There's a couple more episodes still out. Um, she released up to episode six. So, but I don't think anything is going to be super resolved. I'm not sure how long the show actually is supposed to be. If it's like a 12 or 24 show. Yeah. And it is delayed currently. So I'm just going to wait for a dub because like I liked it enough. Like I definitely liked what I've seen, yes. but I'm like, I don't. It's a very interesting show. I don't show. like subs, um, man. Go ahead and yell. I know you don't like subs. Like the voice acting is great. Like if you like subs, the voice acting is great. Um, like it conveys emotion when they're speaking. Uh, so you, you get the tone and stuff of everything is perfectly fine to understand. Uh, the animation, of course, is great because it's Trigger. Um, character designs are awesome. It's an interesting premise. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's this very... It's a premise I've seen a lot more in the last few years, starting with Zootopia. Uh -huh. Like, we had Zootopia from Disney, right? And that was a smashing success. And then there's been more and more shows where you're, they're focusing on either anamorphic characters being in the show or being like the focus. And this is one of them. 
Uh, the other one is Beastars from last, uh, like, two seasons ago for anime. It's like last year, uh, mm -hmm. which is also a really good show. Um, and it has some very interesting points they make note of in the show, such as, well, you know, half of all animals are basically carnivores. How do they fit into society with, you know, wanting to eat meat when, you know, society's half the prey species that they would normally eat? Like, how does that work? And, you know, how does, like, interspecies things work and things like that? So mm -hmm. they touch on all that. So it's a very interesting thing here. And they kind of touch on that stuff here where it's, um, you know, might is right, basically. And they get around the whole having to eat people thing because animals still exist in this world and people can turn between animal and human. So um, it's definitely a recommend for me if if you can find a way to watch it. So yeah, it is going to be because it's being you know in production with Netflix. It is going to be released via Netflix in North America. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they've given a date on that yet. Um, that is an actual official date because of things being pushed back and whatnot. Yeah, um, it's probably going to be delayed. Or they could just do the Netflix thing, go, here's the first six episodes, and more will be later, right? Because maybe they could. Netflix. Yeah. I mean, we're getting a new, we're supposedly getting a new episode of Tiger King today. Oh, so today? Ooh. I believe it was supposed to be Sunday, yeah, which cool. would be today. That'd be cool. It'd be interesting. As everybody remembers yeah. our Tiger King discussion. Have you, have you seen the theory that Jeff Lowe is Carol's original husband? No, and we know he's not. Um, Carol's was so. Uh, Carol's been married three times, for yeah. one. Um, oh my god, she was married. I think. So I think. Who was it? Carol no, was married it was... originally. Got divorced. Even on the jam. Um, that's that's when she met. Um, oh my god, Don. The guy Have who you was seen? Missing. Okay. Okay. So, well, do you want me to explain what I'm doing? What in the <laughs> game? Yeah. There's some kind of like, flying? there's some kind of like. So for people don't, who can't see this because this is a recording. Um, I'm, uh, I'm just is, in the is, shooting range in Valorant, but I'm playing. Yeah, he's, he's, mess, he's messing around in Valorant in the shooting range. Yeah. So the character I'm playing as is Jet, who has only movement abilities. So you can dash, you can, or you can fly up. But because it's the shooting range, there's no cooldown and no cap to your ability count. Mm -hmm. So you can just fly. Yes. So I was just I was just floating around the map like a jackass for no reason. Uh huh. Um, I don't know what character it is, but I've been seeing uh, Seagull do this. He's been practicing his um, bomb jumps with one of the characters because she's got mm -hmm. like two bombs she can throw out. Yeah. And there's a certain timing for it where if you time it correctly, you can go like twice as high as you would normally with it. And while you're in the air, if you throw one to the side and switch your view back straight forward quickly, you can actually dash forward with it as well. Mm -hmm. um, so he's been using that to, to try things. I saw him using one match where he basically uh, jumped really high, shot himself around a corner and over top of a few boxes and rocketed a couple of people behind him. With their alt, which is hilarious to watch. But yeah. probably very angering uh, for the other team. Copper, if you haven't seen the shit that is making people talk, look in the Weebs channel. Like, there's a side-by-side -side image of, like, Carol Baskin's next to her original husband. 
and then Jeff Lowe, somebody uh, who was saying was her it, second like, husband or no, no, her original, original husband, that's the, weird. the first one. And they were like saying it. her first he, husband, he could have changed his name and all that shit. And it's like, I don't know. No, I just um, think it was funny. I think it's hilarious to be her original husband. Um, it's specifically mentioned in the show. She married someone who was older than she is by like, I have no idea. I just think it's a fucking hilarious Um, theory. Jeff Lowe is about her age now. So her original husband is probably much, much older. Uh Uh-huh. But people are like, oh, look, he kind of looks the same. It's like, well, people kind of tend to look the same, really. Um, But no, I don't think Jeff Lowe is her original husband. I think Jeff Lowe should be in jail. But I don't think... Oh, that absolutely... The dude, like broke so many laws for so many different reasons like oh very much so he should be in prison <coughs> shouldn't be in prison yeah for, for specifically for say i don't know murder for hire maybe something he should probably be in jail for probably um but yeah we were supposed to be getting a new targeting episode i was pretty sure it was supposed to be sunday which is of course today but i don't know if it's gonna cool. be we're supposed to get more yeah there's yeah, supposed to be one supposed more to be episode one more episode um the rumor is that it's basically a catch-up episode. Remember, this this whole thing was basically filmed over five years, right? Yeah, uh, that was supposed to be supposed to be coming out. Um, apparently, so. apparently, John has his has teeth now. He bought teeth. Yes. So John, his, the ex, the ex husband, um, uh, he's with a different person um, than the person he basically left. Like, remember how he slept with someone at the at the the park? Oh, yeah. basically got them pregnant and he left the marriage because of that um and basically left with her well he's with someone else now um he has a new it was reported a few weeks back he has a new job um he's basically just trying to keep his head down you know and not like he doesn't want to be famous or anything like that I mean, um, yeah, he, I he did get he did get oral surgery so he has all new teeth and stuff um he's apparently clean things like that so mm-hmm. he's apparently doing well which is good because he never struck me as a bad person on the show. Um, like a lot of the zoo workers who worked for Joe didn't strike me as awful people. No. Um, so no. they were just trying to do the best they kind of could, right? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, we now have a donkey in D&D copper. Guess what the name is? Uh, is it Tiger? No, no it's Carol. 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 That bitch. <laughs> She's um, <laughs> super mad about the whole mess. Oh, yeah, of course too. she is. Yeah, no, well, first of all, like, she thought the entire, she thought the entire documentary was going to show her in a positive light. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know how she would tell, think that. You can tell by the way that she was interviewed and the way that she interacted with everybody. She thought that she was going to come out looking like the most sane person out of all of them, and she was going to be the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she looks just as psychotic as all of them. She is just as psychotic as all Plus of them. Plus a murderer. Thing. That's the thing. Like, regardless like, regardless of if you think she killed her husband or not, she's fucking crazy, okay? Yes. Well, here, like, here's you've the seen the pictures of her with her current husband, like, where she is dressed up in full, like, Cat, cat stuff oh my Sorry. god it's yeah. insane remember she goes she goes to legal proceedings and she goes to uh political debates and stuff like that where she's trying to get bills passed completely dressed in cat print stuff because she thinks it'll take make them take her more seriously this is something she has said and believe it or not all it makes people think is you're crazy weird 
like because that's not normal like and you love cat prints cool but if you're going to a business occasion dressed in the normal acceptable business attire even yeah. i know that and i wear you know hat, most times Robert i wear pants. wear pants most of the time i don't wear <laughs> pants i mean yeah, yeah. Like, like, i've worked for a 25 billion dollar company right i used to have to wear like you know collar business mm -hmm. attire like yeah. stuff like working all day and one i hate it um but i know it was it's part of the job like if, if you want people to take you seriously in certain environments where that's the norm you have to dress the norm right you have if to, you like you have to dress for where you're playing yes and she doesn't and she thinks if she dresses this way people are going to take her more seriously because she's wearing animal print stuff it's like that's not how this works not at all um, she's been giving she's been giving um interviews recently she's like she gave one recently where she's complaining that people missed the whole point of the documentary she which is that where you know to her the point of the documentary is that you know cub petting is going on it's like that's not the documentary they made girl like i hate it, to tell no, you this but not. the documentary they made was about the people who were involved in this illegal animal trade business which it you started. have to be one up it started like, about the illegal animal trade, but then it quickly turned into, oh my god, what's wrong with all of these psychotic people living who in, are, like, the who southern are, region of America collecting large cats? Yeah, like, it, yeah, it turned into an expose on these individuals who are in this animal trade, and she is 100%, despite what she says, in this animal trade. Yep. Like, and has been for decades. Like, she's not getting her cats the same normal, like, legal way like these are not animals that are you know like they're not bred in the wild like she's getting them from places so yeah. and, and she, she used to breed these animals critical. herself yes she's like she complained about critical. about cub petting and breeding animals and she used to crossbreed species that to try to make hybrids on purpose like this is a thing she did so yes you can say oh she learned her lesson and so and so but did she or did she just find a better way to make money because that's here's the thing. I'm a psychopath, right? Oh yeah, we all know. Like we, like, we all know Copper is a psychopath. Everybody, like people, joke about it by asking am I. Their psychopathy is a scale. I happen to be on it. Um, and the great thing about being on the scale is that it's super easy to spot other psychopaths. She is 100 a psychopath. She's on this scale somewhere. Did you um, see the picture that of her with her current husband, where her current husband is like dressed up in like almost nothing and on a leash on his hands and knees i have that was for a costume party so that's that's still i know i know yeah. it's but that aside uh, like um her whole thing like when you go through her story and it's not even hearsay because she's she's the one who gives out this story and other part of it is public record her whole thing in her life has been about monetary gain and moving up the social economic ladder that's been her thing yeah um if you look over her actions whatnot that's always been her thing money is super important to her material wealth you know ease of life <laughs> except unlike normal people who go after this thing being a psychopath there's a few rules you'll step over if that's your you know if that's your goal um so do i believe she killed her first husband when he basically threatened to divorce her and remove all the wealth that she had quote gained uh, yep. Yes, I believe she did, because <laughs> uh, that's something that a psychopath does. If you become an obstacle to them, um, 
in their path, they're going to remove you if possible in any means necessary. Now, some of us murder, some of us don't. Uh, those of us who do are much higher on the scale, and so she's up there on the scale. Copper so, just makes furry art. Um, she's not a good person, despite what you know. people have been trying to say. It's like, it's like oh, she was a victim. Of what? <laughs> yeah. Of, of, like, I've literally seen people say, oh, she's a victim, we should believe her. I'm like, cool. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, a dude oh, threatening what? to kill her is traumatizing and terrible. Now, she does what? say in the documentary that she was sexually assaulted um, and it caused issues with her family. Cool. Okay. Um, if that happened, I am sorry for her. Um, and I'm sorry that her family was so shitty to her and, in that regard. regard. Um, but it doesn't mean that I should believe her when she says I'm not guilty of murder when all the evidence kind of shows that something funky went on and she's probably involved because 90% of the time it's the spouse that does the murder or some other person who has who the most financial gain, which happened to be her, and she also had the most financial ability of her loss, um, which is a great motive, because she was basically going to be you know, forced into a divorce where there was probably a prenup in, in place because the guy who went missing, um, Don, I believe his name is yeah, Don. really yeah. smart with his, and like cagey with his money. Um, now, was he a good person? Fuck no. <laughs> um, well, he was her, also like, he got her into like, like having large cats and stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. So he's, he's the one who got her in to, the ability to have large cats. She was already already interested in cats. She admitted that herself. She's always loved them, um, even as a kid. But she liked domestic cats at that point because most people don't have access to large exotic animals. Yep. Um, but he gave her that access because, one, Florida. Uh, and, and two, he had money. So yeah. money basically at that time period would allow you to do some things that are quite legal um, and get, you know, exotic animals, which is what they did. They started breeding them. It's a thing. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I just can't understand how she missed the point of what the documentary was, and she's like, I feel betrayed. It's like, why? Because she's a narcissist. Like, yes. That, yes, was, yes. that was one of the points that we already came up with, but like, because yes. of that, she thought, and yes. you can tell, like, I, I picked this up during the first episode. You can tell she thinks that she is the voice of reason. She is mm -hmm. the same person, and she is going to explain why everybody else is bad, and she's the only oh. person doing it right. Yes, and that everybody should be listening to her. Exactly. Which is the just... moment she finds out that, A, she's seen as just as crazy as all of them, if not crazier, and B, nobody trusts her. Like, oh, yeah, she... <laughs> she flipped out. She's been going on interviews left, right, and center. Like, it's crazy. She's super mad about shit, which is, you know, yeah. and yeah. like a lot of people that were in that documentary are mad about it because all their dirty laundry came to light because yes. they've been doing some weird shit for a long time and nobody has said anything because it's been relatively underground. Joe yeah. Exotic as the has had the most time in the limelight, and even then, like and even then, no one caught on to it. I mean, this is a guy who was I read like, exotic like every single year almost like clockwork because somebody posts something about him on reddit and uh, today i learned mm -hmm. 
like yeah yeah post, it's like have you heard about joe exotic this crazy dude like check out his website all the way to the point that when he got arrested i heard about it yes like yeah like i remember hearing about him um and his his zoo right which i always found strange that there's a zoo like this i'm like okay that's fucking weird but it's just i chalked it up to it being the states and it being you know states is a weird is a weird place um in a lot of places so i'm like okay whatever um yeah. but then as you dig more and in, like into these people as people like there's weird shit like carol baskins basically probably killed her ex-husband her ex-husband um joe exotic used to be a police chief and yeah i didn't know, know that basically got a bunch of um, people hooked on meth and forced them into relationships with them. Um, yeah, you know, Which is quote real. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. We're not saying that Joe's a good person because no, oh man, he's not. He's he's, he's well, really that not. man deserves to be in jail. Like, oh yeah, not like, for the reasons, not not for the murder for hire thing, but he definitely deserves to be in jail. Yeah, he deserves to be in jail for a number of reasons. Um, murder for hire and is probably probably just as long. Um, oh yeah, as he is, as he got a sentence for, if not longer. I mean, um, and then you have you know quote doc antle who runs the sex cult like it's 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 very it's terrifying honestly which is you know considering how these people run their zoos like joe was taking advantage of you know people just out of jail and homeless people and that uh carol takes advantage of um hundreds of people of college students and people who love animals like she's taking pure advantage of that to run this business and make millions of dollars uh, Doc Antle runs a sex cult. He's taking advantage of, you know, young impressionable um, women, young impressionable vulnerable people. Um, you know, he which is, we saw from the creepiest person on the just the doc. girls talking, and we have the the person who used to be there who isn't there anymore. Um, I have questions for that person's father. Why would you allow? Why would you drop off your daughter and if you walk were, away? yeah, if you remember during it, like she's like i want to go there and i want to work there and he drops her off he's like okay see ya. Drops her off and like, says, good luck who does that what kind of parent does that like what is the home situation here like i have <sighs> questions about this Yikes. so it's just a whole shit show which i think is just i think people are focusing on it so much is because we don't have anything else really to do and it yeah. is a distraction from the other shit that's going on that is yeah awful and probably were and like overly like more concerning for most people when they're like i don't want to deal with that so i'm going to focus on this thing yeah because at least in joe exotic's case like some of it's somewhat resolved like he's got like he's been shut down somewhat you know he's gone to jail for this stuff he's done things like that the animals at his zoo have been more or less relocated to better homes yes so yeah Uh, it's basically a a distraction from the shit show that is the rest of society currently. Which is, oh. man, because the rest of society is either mad that they're inside or mad that they're inside and they can't get codes to play Valorant. So, yeah. I'm curious because I'm basically a hermit. Like, as you guys know, I live in, a, I live in an island. Mm-hmm. No, I thought you were I fucking lying. Really, I don't really leave my house Stop normally because I work here anyway. <laughs> Because so, he's not telling the truth, don't mean he's lying. A like, I'm curious about the extroverts out there who would go out like three, four times a week. Like, oh my god, those poor, poor people. I can tell you, I can tell you how it's hitting my sister, who's an extreme extrovert. Okay. She... Uh, so my sister is 
very, very extroverted. She is in her, she's currently in her senior year of high school. She yeah. is like, oh no, uh, a senior girl. <laughs> Oh, that's even worse. She's like full on class president, like engage engaged in the school all the time. Does goes to all the events and everything. Hangs out with her friends multiple times a week. She is not having a good time. I I bet I there's a lot of people. Uh, yeah, at that age, social life is everything. At that age, right? Yeah. Like, uh, the, the moment that like we were we were sitting at the table and my sister was like, I wonder what I'm gonna do for my last day of school uh, my last day of high school. And me and my brother looked at her and was like, You've already had your last day of high school. You don't get another one. <laughs> <laughs> it took like five minutes for her to process it and then she just broke down because she was like, I don't get the opportunity to like celebrate my last day of school. Like no, and she's been having so many issues not being able to go out and see her friends and not being able to like leave the house. Like it's 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 a thing, like um a few weeks back i had a friend who passed away um not not from the virus he had a brain aneurysm unfortunately um and there's no funeral like it that's just one of the things like there's there's no funeral there's no wake because we you can't do it right it's and it's not like the outbreak isn't even that bad where i live like it's just for safety it's just a safety precaution thing like it's the standing rule is is what it is like i read this morning a couple of fucking knobs took a private jet from London to France. Did you because see? They, did you see? They like wanted the, to go on vacation. Did you and see? They got who was caught on the plane. Uh, I didn't see who it was. It was. Oh my I just, God. Um, The thing I read was just it was seven men and three women. Um, did you? And they got. Ages? Uh, yes. So the the men were like um, mid forties, early fifties, and the three women were uh, low to mid twenties. And they were going on twenty-five, I think. Yeah. So they were going on vacation to Nice, which is, you know, a nice place. Um, and of course, the French police caught them, and they're like, "Fuck off! <laughs> like, go back yeah, home." The, they turned the plane around and said, "Go home." Yes. Uh, uh, the foreigners were not charged with anything. Um, they had, they had hired two helicopters to take them from the airport in France to their location in Nice. The pilots of the helicopters got charged uh, mm-hmm. with very large fines. Um, so it's like, what were you thinking? It's like, why? And then, yeah, like, why would you think that's okay? Yeah. And then the article went on to talk about how people who are doing stuff like this, because they've caught other people, um, Mm -hmm. in a few other countries in Europe doing similar things, uh, have turned out to be, uh, super spreaders of the, of the virus. So they're rather infecting like a few other people, like they would, you would normally do if you had it and were not taking precautions. These people were infecting dozens upon dozens, if not hundreds of people. Oh, well, I mean, did you hear what happened in Colorado when the outbreak was first happening? No. No. So before they closed all the ski slopes, there was a there was a group of like Australian uh, Australian tourists who thought that they might be sick and Mm -hmm. they went to the doctor and the doctor said, well, you have all of the symptoms. Just quarantine yourself for a week. We'll get the test back to you and we'll let you know. Right. And would you like to guess what they decided to do? They kept skiing. They went skiing. Yeah. Would you like to guess what their tests came back positive as? Uh, COVID. I'm going to guess positive. Yeah. <laughs> and with the virus. Yeah. yeah. Of course, dude. So, uh, as, as, as you can guess, they're probably solely responsible for majority of the outbreak in Colorado right now. Oh, probably. They would like, have infected just, everybody around them who then would have infected. 
other people because well, they didn't know they were infected. And there was there was actually an Australian uh, sci uh, doctor who was explaining the math behind like how many people you can infect by not being careful. So, uh, like the flu is like a one point four. Uh, you have an infection rate of one point four. So yep. if I uh, infect one person, if if I infect the fullest amount of people that I can with the flu, and then they infect the fullest amount, you go ten levels deep and you've infected ten people. Yeah. Um, COVID-19 has about a rate of three. So if I infect the full amount of people that I have, and then they infect the full amount of people that they have, you go 10 levels deeper at 59,000 people. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. This, this is why they're like, this Exponential is bad. Is a hell of a drug. Well, so, I don't want to call, I don't really want to call it your country, but you oh. guys now have almost it's half okay. a million cases. Yeah, you like, can. No, it's, it's fine. It's we, we're fucking yeah, idiots. Like, there's, there's like, the states are like... Me and Comfy yeah. aren't. We're fine, yeah, but like other people uh, are. The, the, um, there are people in charge that are doing things improperly. There are people at the bottom level of community that are doing things improperly. I... I it, if we want to break down everything going wrong, we'll be here all day. I think at the end of the day, we can bitch about it, but like... We might, we might as well just wait until it's all over, and then we're going to yeah. look back and say, all right, which asshole screwed us? Oh, the people it's who... It's probably the person who got are... rid of the pandemic response team. <laughs> probably know, had person, something to person, do with this. That person did more than that, and that yeah. person still might be your next president. Oh, fuck have, me. Um, stop it. Stop it. A, stop no, it. No, all right, welcome to the Not Anime Podcast. Uh, we, we talked about we're doing the next thing. anime... We've already discussed which one we're doing next, right? Tower of God. Yes. yes. So we noticed, well, I noticed that um, Tower of God, as of last week, had two episodes out. Looks like the new episode drops on a Wednesday. So uh, for next episode, since we you know record on Sundays, we're going to do Tower of God, which is a very talked about anime adaptation of the most popular webcomic for manga. Um, so I'm curious to see where this goes because i saw a lot of buzz when the first episode dropped about the opening and about the episode itself um so i'm curious about how good it is and you know uh how that goes because i know nothing about this manga i just know Same. that people are super excited when they announced it and super hyped that it's out so yeah. it's gonna be interesting to watch i think I have no um, idea what the art style even is for this yeah, show. Yeah, I have no idea what the art style is. I don't know what the story is. I don't know anything about this. We're going in blind. Um, I do know... The only thing I know is that it's basically a fantasy. All right, now, where so can I watch... fantasy genre. Where can I watch um, Tower of God? Um, I don't know. Comfy, do you know if it's on Crunchy or anything like that? Crunchyroll? Uh, okay. Mr. Cherry Poppins is saying it is on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. Is so there a dub? Um... I again, I don't know because again, I give it a hard, so probably not. Yeah, it's probably. a Crunchyroll original. original. Really interesting. Um, so there might be a dub. No, Addison says there's not. Nah, I just not want yet. a it dub. Is only three episodes deep, so it's the only time I'll actually continue watching a show after the three episodes. Usually, unless it's like something that I'm really fucking interested in. Well, I'm like, still gonna I watch just... more Gridman because I'm still. I'm still enjoying I do that. Too. I actually enjoyed it. Um, 
So the other thing we mentioned we were going to talk about is Final Fantasy VII came out. Yes. The remake. Yeah, it did. Um, Man, I have not touched it yet. How many episodes it, are there going to be? Because what they're doing three, is they're splitting... Three. There are going to be three. three. So okay. the original Final Fantasy VII game is insanely fucking long. Um, it is about 40 hours of uh, straightforward gameplay. It means no side questing. It's like if you just... Yeah. That was just the original. Final original. Fantasy VII, was about 40 hours straight storyline which is insane because there are in are a huge number of side quests and stuff like that to do in that game if you want to get 100 done for right. collecting all the different materia the sum materials all the all the weapons all the optional bosses the optional characters like if you went and did everything it probably doubles length of of the game back then um at least so for the remake um they're splitting it into three games and in addition to the stuff that was in the first the game the first time around, they've actually expanded upon certain sections and added side quests in and things like that and yeah. expanded the storyline out so it makes a little more sense and things are a little more explained. The first third of the game, which I want to point out, combat is significantly faster now because it's not turn-based. Yes, combat uh, is action-based. So combat is significantly faster. There's no random enemy spawns or significantly less random enemy spawns. So you're not constantly just engaging. It's more set. Uh, the game, no side quests, the first part is roughly 35 hours. Yep. And so, there are a lot of side quests. So that's the first the episode, um, basically. That is the first chunk of the game. The other yep. two have not been released yet. We don't know yes. any information on them. But the first third, which people were complaining wouldn't have enough content for them, already has more content than the original Final Fantasy VII almost. Yeah, so the, so. the game is probably about 50, 60 hours, I would say, all told. Um, I'm still very early in my game playthrough. Um, there's a lot to do. There's lots of side quests. There's, you know, material you can get from only doing side quest stuff or optional activities. There's weapons you can only get from doing that. Um, so if anybody remembers Final Fantasy VII, the original, the first part of the game, which is what this focuses on, is kind of linear. Uh, so this game is a little more linear than open world and what people would probably expect. Mm -hmm. Um, episodes two and three, um, of the remake are probably going to be a lot more open world because yeah. that's just how the game worked because as you went through the game you got the ability to traverse the world in a different way like you get an airship you got, or choke yeah, yeah, like you get an airship like or that. something yes you do get an airship um you can also breed chocobos in the original where they would allow you to travel over mountains or rivers or you know the one that would basically could go anywhere kind of thing um so as we go deeper into the game like into the remakes we're gonna get the ability to travel around a bit more um, yeah, but the first one is a little more contained, but it's also the setup for the story. Um, and I've been only so I've, I haven't been playing this um, off stream extensively, in part because I'm playing it while the girlfriend watches. Uh, she's a big fan of Final Fantasy ever since getting into Final Fantasy 14. Uh -huh. So but she never played the original Final Fantasy. I never so, did either. I played uh, I played a good bit of it, but I never finished it. Uh, I I made it to Shinra Tower. So, yes, which was, is very. It was about eight hours uh, in. Yeah, it's not super. Not super far in, but like I, I met some of the main characters. I did a lot of the work. I mean, the original came out in 1997. Yeah. So depending on your age. Um, you may not have been at the age you were playing them. I think the girlfriend would have been like five at the time. 
Um, Coffee, you're, uh, you're probably around a similar age. Um, uh, no, actually, when Final Fantasy VII came out, I was negative three months old. You're negative three months old. Okay. So, yeah, like, there's no, a good I, reason, like, a lot of people haven't played this. Like, I've been seeing gamers like, oh, I can't, you know, believe these, quote, new fans getting to the remake who never played the originals. Like, yeah, some of them weren't alive. Like, yeah. Were, yeah. Were, like, I literally was not born at the time, and I had yeah, gone like, back to try to play it in retrospect because I know that it is a very important game as a cultural shift from 2D Final Fantasy to 3D Final Fantasy and it's one of the most beloved stories in gaming. Yep. Uh, regardless of how convoluted and stupid but it is. But have you played Legend of Dragoon? Because I played that one. I did not. That's another game I kind of hope they do a remake for. That'd be dope. I'd Legend play Legend of Dragoon. Dragoon. Yeah. I'd I like played... a sequel to that game too. Um, but yeah, so the game is very different and similar like the story is basically the same still um but they have expanded parts the right. mm-hmm. turn-based combat has been replaced by um an action-based combat system um mm-hmm. so you're basically you're in control of one character you can switch between them um and you have a your normal mana um and health bars right that you have to manage right but right. in addition to cast spells or use or use items, uh, you have an action bar that fills up, and it has segments to it. <clears throat> and each time you cast a spell or use an item, uses a number of segments from the bar. So, let's say you get hurt and you don't have anything in, you know, filled in the action bar, you can't cast a cure spell like until that bar fills mm-hmm. up until you have enough to yeah. cast. Um, or used items, stuff like that. So it's it's very interesting. The challenge, like it is very challenging on normal, um, which is cool, especially some of the boss fights. Um, I heard that there's uh, only been is too easy. <laughs> there is a there's only been one encounter so far in my playthrough that I didn't feel was balanced quite right, um, and that's when you're on a motorcycle. Uh, it's just because the the movement and all that on the motorcycle. Um, there's no way to dodge like there is normally in normal combat. Like you can normally just dodge freely. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't that in on, you know, when you're on a vehicle. Um, and so there's certain parts of it where enemies using certain spells and stuff like that, where it's more difficult, I think, than it would normally be. Um, and there's been a couple other things where I'm curious to see how they're going to translate that to mouse and keyboard. Like there is one thing where I'm trying to open a, an optional door to go somewhere and stuff um, where it's like do this stuff at the same time using the thumbsticks I'm like okay no problem um, like but there's no thumbsticks on a mouse and keyboard so if it's just buttons it's going to be way way easier than it would be on the controller so I'm curious to see how that's going to translate and we, well, uh, we don't have PC confirmed yet but <laughs> I am guarantee you it's coming to be I expect at some point but I'm uh, probably pretty sure they mentioned it was coming to PC later already. Uh, um, I've already lo- I was actually looking it up while you were talking. We have no com- confirmation to PC. Yeah, they're they're gonna release this on PC. I don't. They've they've, they've hinted at it, but yeah. I, the only it's, reason I say that is because Sony. I I do not expect this to come out in PC until all three parts are out on PlayStation. Yeah, that's, that that yeah. sounds about right. That so, that I would uh I can. So we're we're gonna get all three parts on PlayStation. Um. And we might, you might even have to wait until it comes out on PlayStation 5 as the full thing 
as a bundle package, and then they're going to release it out on PC and pray they put out the bundle instead of a piece by piece on PC, which they could also do because they're yeah, that would they be... have to localize like they have to shift it over right. It has to be ported. So, um, but yeah, it, it it'll probably come out to PC, especially since Sony is now putting out their older exclusives to PC, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of which the plan they're I'm going for. Which about. I'm happy with, and it's cool. Like, I'm happy more people get to experience some of these games. Um, and if you haven't played some of them, like Horizon Zero Dawn is is um, probably the forefront of the ones we're putting out, go play it, please. It's so good. It's on my uh, list of games to play. Uh, it is one of my favorite games. I've it's heard nothing good. but incredible things, and um, somebody's already given me their PlayStation account to play it. I just haven't taken the time to do it yet. The only thing I will say is that when you're going through to play, um, and uh, there's lore you can collect and read. Make sure to collect and lead, read the lore because it is very, they did a lot of world building and the world is very, very fascinating. Um, but yeah, the Final Fantasy is great. It's it's like playing a cutscene. That's how good the game looks. Yeah, like, it's I played insanely pretty. I was very impressed with the look and the feel in the combat. Especially oh, the combat feels super and- good. Um, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of turn-based combat stuff. Final Fantasy VII was good, but it was like it still felt really slow because it's turn-based combat. Yes. But then uh, when I played the beta, it felt a lot more like 15's combat, which they said it was kind of modeled after. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, a hybrid between 15's combat and then the action point system that they had in Final Fantasy VII. Yes, so this so, feels... It feels, better really than fi- it feels better than 15 is combat. Um, if you ever played 15, um, I uh, have over 100 hours in 15. Yeah, so 15 a good game. Uh, this feels better combat wise. I'd like to see this combat go forward with other games. It's, it's that good, I find. Um, I'm curious to see, and I don't want to look anything up um, until I'm done the story about what they're going to do about level because levels are still a thing in the game, and this is only the first of three. So I kind of want to know if there's a level cap and and stuff like that, but I don't want to see about that until after I'm done. Because uh, there is, when you start the game, they, you have a choice of three modes. You have a choice of normal, easy, which apparently, according to Kotaku, who can't make up their minds about things, is too easy. Um, and then there's a classic mode, which is uh, gives you classic more of the... Kotaku said was too easy. Uh, classic mode is the same difficulty as easy. It literally, when you... Or going through the modes, it tells you about the mode, because of course it does, mm-hmm. like every game does. When you go to Classic, um, which is listed below Easy, it mentions this is the same combat difficulty as Easy. It's The combat is uh, set up so that you have more control uh, about going through uh, menus and stuff like that. It's a little more like your turn-based. It's, uh, yeah, but than the normal what that combat. ends up being is that... But because of that, the combat is... attacks for you. Yes, it auto-attacks and stuff like that. Because of that, though, the combat is much, much simpler. Mm-hmm. Like, so the game is actually much easier, uh, and enemies are easier, because you've basically chosen an easy mode with a auto-attack system and easy enemies. Like, it, the game is very blatant about, this is what this is. It's for people who want to, you know, and it even says it's easy. Like, these modes are for people who want to experience the story, but... There's nothing don't, wrong with that. But no. don't want to or can't do the, you know, the more difficult combat that the normal mode has. And that's, you know, an accessibility thing for 
for various groups of people who are younger, who are just not used to this type of, you know, combat style game or don't like the combat style game or who, you know, have disabilities. Like, yeah, they're there for a reason. And Kotaku's like, hey, this is too simple. Well, this is this is uh, this is a normal Kotaku Kotaku. I saw a great image where somebody just put three articles from Kotaku and said this sums up like my problem with games journalism in one piece. There was an article from Kotaku that said maybe every game should have a super easy mode. Uh, And it was talking about Breath of the Wild and how it should have a super easy mode so it's more accessible. There was an article from them saying that uh, Sekiro was a bad game because it didn't have an easy mode so it was inaccessible to people, which is false. Sekiro is a great game. Uh, Changed my mind. And then there was... It sucks, you're wrong. VII's easy mode is too easy. Too easy, yeah. Like, it's literally them complaining... And the, the what makes it even worse is they're all different authors and they're all published on yes. the same site, so it all looks exactly the same. Yep. And that's uh, the problem. Like you're gonna have it's different takes from different gamers, which is mm-hmm. kind of how gaming is. Like, yeah. And the people writing these things are writing from their point of view, which is fine. But as a journalist, you should be looking at why is this thing here in the game, and if it's an easy mode, it's probably accessibility. Right. It makes the game more accessible. Why? That's why like, easy modes exist. They exist yes. because of accessibility. Like Now, certain games that are, say, like the Dark Souls or Sekiro are not going to have an easy mode because it goes against the point of the game. Yeah, exactly. These these games aren't about their story. It's about the combat and challenge of playing through it. Yeah, it's so that's why that's there. Like it, it doesn't those games don't have those modes because of that, that matter. Exactly. Um, but it's well, like the. The Kotaku is infamous for bitching about those games being too hard and being inaccessible when that's the entire point. Yes, the point uh, is to make them ungodly punishing because it's the, supposed to be a challenge for people who want to play that challenge. Yeah. Like, the design uh, philosophy behind Dark Souls and pretty much every FromSoft game, by the way, just so you understand, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, is to make the most punishing possible encounter that kicks your ass so many times that when you beat it, you it's have an incredibly so immense, fucking satisfying. Uh, source of satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And they're not like the games are set up so they're not random. It's like here's the enemy type, here's the attacks they do. Learn this, and you can defeat this enemy with no problem. Yeah, and Seth has a good right? point that it's pretty much every single site Polygon has been great at being unable to beat the first level of Doom 2016 or the tutorial level of Cuphead in the past. <laughs> about how those are too difficult. Yes. Um, fun fact. They're no. really not. Not at all. My, my only problem with From Software is that they have not given me a new armored core or an armored core MMO. That's they my problem with Software. They haven't given me Sekiro 2 yet, so I'm... They're, they're, they're going to on that. They, um, they better. Listen, that game, that game was so good. It's, but mm. yeah, I, would I would love... I would love like, to play like, an armored core game. A new armor core, especially one that was an MMO, would be so insanely good. Now, I only remember playing armored core bef- when I was uh, very young, and I think it was too advanced for me at the time to try to play it. But I always liked. Oh, they're, they're I, just as hard as the normal as Dark Souls. Really, I've always liked. Point, so. I've always liked giant robots, as many of you know. So, yeah. can I get an armored core game on my PC for dirt cheap on Steam? Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, armored core is a game about piling a giant mech mm-hmm. um, where the mechs are extremely customizable 
in terms of weapon loadout, speed, how like what body type they have, how they move, um, which then affects how, like weight is a thing and stuff like that. And so is energy like for fuel. So it affects if you how slow you move, how fast you move, if you can basically fly or not. Like yeah. there's a huge number of things. Um, they're extremely well received uh, games, but they've never been like a normal from software game. Uh, they've never been massively, massively like popular wide mainstream. Like the Dark Souls games, they're very, very niche market wise. Yeah. Um, though, I think hell, if we put it, if they put out a new one, it would be probably come out pretty well because we haven't had a even halfway decent that game um, in like forever. That game in a long while. Titanfall, but that's also. Titanfall, yes, but Titanfall, I would uh, Titanfall as much as I think it is one of the greatest games of our generation. It's still not a mech game. It's not a mech. You're right. Don't it's consider not. it a good mech game. Yeah, no. it's it's still not a mech game because you're not the mech. You're the guy inside the mech. Yep. You're not inside the mech all the time. Yeah, it's a good and first person shooter with like a mech mini game. Incredible first person shooter. Yeah. Yes. And the Titans in it are also great and actually very fun and balanced. But yeah, no, it's not. It's um, I wouldn't consider that a mech game. And I'm the biggest right. Titanfall defender on the free market, so... Yeah, so I'd like to see a new one of those. Um, I'd be down. Aside from Valorant and Final Fantasy, do we have anything new in gaming come out? No, pretty much everything came out last week, because we got... Yeah. Uh, last week was Persona and COD Remastered. Yes. Maybe, unless uh, we get a, a secret release, I think there's been... Where this is the time of us waiting to see if the games that we're expecting to come out are going to come out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, the only other real piece of news is Last of Us got delayed. Indefinitely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Which, yeah. Which really sucks. I but don't think anybody also, should be surprised about, really. They, it makes sense why they're delaying it, and they explained it. Uh, basically, yeah. the game is done already, but they don't want to release a story-based game when... Uh, where the story is really, really important and people might be spoiled because they physically can't play the game yeah. at yes. the same time as other people. Due Which to, makes sense. Uh, our current infrastructure is kind of broken because yeah. all non-essentials are being delayed. Yeah. And yep. video games are non-essential. Nope. Yeah. yeah. We, so, we, I mean, what do you say? It's nothing they can No, it's not. It. They they and, straight up said, we, we can't deliver the game to you guys, like physically deliver the game to you guys as we yeah. want to. So we're going to delay it until a time in which we can. Yeah. Which and makes you know sense. for for story games it makes sense like you don't want people you know I mean one of the reasons they didn't like they were so hard on Final Fantasy when people were getting it early um, was the fact they're like this is a story based game we don't want you to spoil the new stuff we put in um, right you know so and you know, people were Last concerned of Us, about that and Last, Last of Us Two is completely new so. I have uh, here's the thing. I have no interest <laughs> in Last of Us, so I don't, I'm not even care. It's like, eh. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, never been thing. Play it. I, uh, oh, I Resident Evil Three game. came out. The remake of that came out. As oh well. yeah, um, it was a game. I don't. It was a game. That's. I've heard varying accounts of it. Some people have enjoyed it. Some people are like, eh, this ain't it. I so. played it. It was Resident Evil. Yep. It yep. was. It was very pretty. It was very pretty. It was very well done. Uh, hats off to the team. It's not my game. Right. No. Never tried I, it. I, it's I. I tried Resident Evil. This is not a Resident Evil thing. I heard it was like incredibly fucking short, like 
Oh, the game. I mean, so the game is <coughs> the way that Resident Evil like two, three, and four are meant to be played is it's a relatively short game. So like Resident Evil three is like a six hour completion. Yeah, um, yeah it's and pretty that's with short. all the side stuff. And so the well, the point is you complete it once. And then with that completion, you get a score, and that score gives you points, and those points you can use to buy stuff for your next playthrough, and then you do the next playthrough. Uh, okay. So you, it, it's basically, because uh, it was how the games were designed way back when, it was an easy way for them to make it give you more replayability by just adding stuff to the game. So, like, the point where I'm at, I did one complete playthrough, I could buy a rocket launcher, an AR, or an unlimited pistol, or, like, an upgraded pistol, or multiple other options. I can uh -huh. buy different outfits and stuff like that. Stuff that will affect the game. Stuff that'll just be cosmetic. And right, as an individual, that doesn't appeal to me. I'm not that into Resident Evil. I'm not going to continue playing. But we, but that like it happens. How life be? Uh, but looking... the people that love Resident Evil are going to play through it over and over and over again, and they're going to get a slightly different experience that is uh, what they want. Uh, looking ahead, no, I don't know if any of these have been delayed because i'm just looking at our older thing for release dates um uh notable things we have uh tactics games from gears of war coming out um this month uh um, the remake of trials of mana comes out this month as well that should be interesting um, uh yeah then Not in a couple weeks next month is when we get our next i think game that's going to be a big um hit in terms of uh, talked about and um, you're going to see showing up in streaming sites and that which is Minecraft Dungeons <gasps> oh I can't wait for Minecraft Dungeons I'm going to make Kaylee play it with me it's going to be lots of fun because that game so, I, I don't know is yeah. I know it's on multiple platforms like it, it's like coming out it's for going everything. to be on um, Xbox but is it and then cross -play? it will be cross play it'll be just like every other Xbox game like come that that comes out recently it'll be um if you play it through the pc xbox game pass store you can play with xbox um just like sea of thieves just like uh, what other I game are we doing playing sea of thieves last night sea of thieves is fun um i need a crew we also have a bunch of the stuff that switch with the switch coming out that you know nintendo announced the little direct thing like xenoblade chronicles definitive edition um they're getting bioshock um, bioshock the borderlands Borderland. legendary collection comes out as well in may so mm. oh, a bunch of that stuff's coming out should replay quickly. bioshock uh death stranding is supposed to be coming out on pc yeah, in june yep um we also have the elder scrolls online gray uh that got pushed back to june 2nd um so it's only a week delay um directly from developers that was basically because um things are a bit slower uh, do do you know? Yeah, do do. Climbing themselves to uh, working from home, so because that's what their studio is doing. So things are going a bit slower than they thought they would be, or hoped they would be. So they had to push the release date by, back by a little bit, only by a week, so not awful. Um, so that's coming out. That should be pretty interesting. Um, I don't know. There doesn't seem like there's a ton else besides that. Yeah, I mean we have some. Anime games coming out like Sword Art Online, Fairy Tale. Um, oh my god, the Fairy Tale game is coming out! I'm so excited. Yeah, it is. It is a game. Like there, are, there's also a John Wick game coming out. So I mean, that's that, also a thing. I, 
I couldn't yeah, give a shit about that. I don't if I care about to. any of those you just mentioned, to be honest. Um, no, it's it's a cash grab because people are hype on Keanu Reeves for some reason. Well, it's because he's Keanu breathtaking. Um, Listen, I like Keanu Reeves. Oh, that was the other... Man, there is some weird cult worship going on with Keanu Reeves right now. So there is two other interesting notes on... Um, well, and especially in MMOs uh, that happened. New World got played. Um which is an MMO coming out from Google, I believe. Is there ones behind that? Um, what? Google? I thought Amazon. Amazon, that was yeah. it. Um, so that's, that's been... Yeah, Amazon is making an MMO called New World. People are very interested about it. Uh, it has been delayed, um, which is not surprising, according to sources who have played um who have gotten to play the game um like the unreleased version they kind of need more time to in the oven uh, to bake this thing mm-hmm. um and then there was another mmo that is probably gonna show up in the news a bit more um let me find the name of it here because they're gonna I like, be like yeah I like my lawsuits. um how do i get on this brick I don't know. Jump use, on it. Use a grappling hook. Duh. I mean, that's not it. That's not gonna work. Try, that's a bad idea. Last time bad. you completely that's lost all your progress. Don't do that. Yeah, that's why. That's why I decided not to. Uh, we're watching comfy. I'm trying, I'm trying to not use abilities, because you're supposed to be able to do this with every character. That's why I swapped off of Jet because I was actually cheating the entire time. But. Yeah, I am. I am providing visual entertainment right now while we're doing searching because I have just been. Oh my god! I miss watching you play Trials. Uh, that was my go. favorite. Uh, Chronicles of Valeria. Favorite. That was my I favorite watch, that, comfy play game while we podcast. It was so Trials. There is another MMO. Me. Let me actually. Uh, that was uh, <laughs> recently canceled, and I say that with quotation marks um, because basically, uh, the guy is making the game, or the guy making the game. Uh, basically canceled the game, fired all the staff, and then put out a press release that looks like it was written by his lawyer, saying that uh, he and a couple of people are going to continue working on the game for free until they can find new financial backers. Um, it's just the way this was done. Uh, you're probably going to see this showing up in gaming news because there's going to be lawsuits. Um, it's very much reading as he basically tried to scam a bunch of people and run off with money. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this is going to be popping up in game news, I think, as this kind of unfolds itself, which should be All interesting right. to see so, happen. So stay tuned for that shit. That'll be a mess. Um, it will be. Um, but, you know, it's it's a thing. I And then later in the year, we have things like Marvel's Avengers, Cyberpunk coming out. I have Cyber zero. Is allegedly on. Is uh still gonna be on time. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. I don't give a fuck about that Avengers game though. I'm gonna be honest. <sighs> I don't either. I, I don't, don't care. I, I don't like the look of the characters in it. Like I, just, I don't like I, the art direction. I just. I don't, I don't know, think like, it sounds it like it's gonna be like, an interesting game loop either. I just so, don't fucking care. I'll just. I'll just put this out. I have not played a single good superhero game besides the Lego ones. Like. I don't, I don't, um, like Marvel Ultimate you, Alliance, I didn't. Have you enjoy. played the Spider-Man game for PlayStation? Okay. I heard Spider-Man that one was is good. a different breed of superhero, though. 
Spider-Man's always Spider-Man has had good games. Like he's the only superhero. Oh, and Batman. That was made by Insomniac, and Insomniac is god tier. And then there's the Arkham Knights, the Arkham series too. Yeah, the Spider-Man game has made a game about an energy drink, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. They did, yes. Like you can give them garbage, and they can make something amazing. Sunset Overdrive is hilariously good, by the way. Give us Sunset Overdrive too, please. Um. I want to read yeah, it. if you're looking for a good superhero game, Spider-Man for the PlayStation is the best superhero game I've ever played. Yes, yep. I not 100%, even I 100% agree with you. Like it's not even a close call. It's that's the best one that's been made. I can't believe um, it uh, didn't cross my mind. They will probably make the next time like Insomniac makes a superhero game, that will probably be the next greatest superhero game ever made cuz that's just kind of how it goes. Um, I really want them to do more superhero games. I, um, listen, I really want... I want Insomniac to make Sunset Overdrive 2, hmm. and I will pay top yes, dollar yeah. for it, because uh, I was a very, I'm a very big fan of open-world games. I'm a big fan of stupid comedy. I'm a big fan of, like, Tony Hawk games, and that kind of hit all of the points somehow. Hmm. So, hmm. like... The comedy in Sunset Overdrive was so good. I can't believe that game is still slept on. Yeah. Like, there's a point where you're talking to another main character, and she's like, so am I just going to disappear? So what? Am I just going to, like, stop talking to you all of a sudden? It's like, yeah. And when I suddenly regain control of my body, you're going to be nowhere in sight. And then it cuts out of the cutscene, and she's just gone, because that's what video games do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. You know, then there's then there's a ton of games that don't have release dates. They're kind of slated yeah. somewhat for this year. That everything is and there's there's an asterisk around everything. Like, like everybody everybody knows the um, world right now. It's there's 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 one in delayed. here I want Comfy to play though. Oh, by the way, um, before before we get too far away from it, I need to find a dating simulator to play on stream. I have something for you. I figured Copper would have something for me. That's the I, only reason me, I brought it up. Like the no. game I just mentioned that I have something I want Comfy to play is, is literally a dating, a dating sim type game. Yeah. Um, is it something I can stream? Yes. You didn't sound I don't, sure. I don't know if it's out yet. That's why I'm saying that's why it's a little... Uh, okay, it's supposed okay, to be well, coming out this year. It's for Switch. It's called uh, Boyfriend Dungeon. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to yep. do it anyways. We're not doing... Right. Cherry, no. That game is not okay. That game's banned. All right. Uh, yeah, that game is is. That game's not, actually not. banned because that dude's really creepy. Yeah, it is very creepy. Is very uh, the game, if anybody's wondering, it's called Super Seducer. We're no, do not it's, play that. It's the, like you can't. The, um, you can't the second that. one is slapstick comedy. The first one is legitimately creepy. Yep. So, Boyfriend Dungeon. Um, if it comes out anytime soon, um, if I can find a release date, hush. you can play this one. It's basically a hack and slash dungeon type game where your weapons are also guys that you date. Nice. All right. Also, that I sounds hilarious, out, I guess, maybe. Uh, I know we're wrapping up, but my name in another uh, Discord now is Furry Comfamous because I said that I liked uh, BNA. Uh oh. Um, but if we Uh-oh. can't find that, um, Comf, there's always. Um, Dream Daddy is is a good one. I haven't done um, Dream Daddy yet. That would be good. I know I pick right. It is streamable. I like I know for sure that one is streamable. I mean, um, it was made by YouTubers. Like, what's the, what's the other one? The um, the monster the dating. Like, there's the monster high school dating sim one as well. I don't know if you played that. 
I have um, uh, full disclosure. The only ones I've the only dating sims I've actually played are Hot of a Boyfriend and the one that 4chan made that's actually really, really good. Yeah. Sure. Do you remember what it's called, Copper? You know what I'm talking about? Um forget it no i don't know the that one it's the you have a heart attack and you go to a school for uh you go to a school for uh kids that have uh disabilities and like every different person has a different disability that makes their lives harder but they live through it regardless and it's actually super sweet and really well done oh there's also the colonel Endo sanders Kennedy. there's also the colonel sanders dating game yeah but that's not fair you just date colonel sanders there's no other choices I know that there's other choices, but don't get me wrong. Colonel Sanders is the husbando. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, that's fun. Comfy's going to yeah, do we'll, some dating we'll sims. something. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the issue is yeah. going to be finding one that is streamable. Uh, for those yeah, who don't that's, know. That's the hard part. Um, yeah, Monster Prom. That's the name of the other one. Um, dating mm-hmm. sims often have a lot of nudity in them and whatnot, and so that's that's a thing we we have to be aware of if we're gonna have comfy play something on stream. Yeah, well, it's it's gonna be on stream. It, it was a it was a stretch goal. We hit the stretch goal, and we're gonna do it. Uh, attack helicopter dating simulator. That is a thing that exists. Wait, Professor Broman has a dating simulator. It's a joke. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh no, we can't do Honey Pop. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, Honey Pop is banned everywhere. For good reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's an orc dating simulator. The problem with some of these, like, offbeat dating sims is they, I can almost guarantee that some of them have, like, not okay bits in them. Oh, yeah. Um, now, part. did you want, when you're looking for a game for this, did you want to find one that is like a visual novel style or actually has like some more game elements into it. You know what? I think, I think uh, we should just look for the thing that'll make the best content regardless of it, of the game content. We want something that'll either make me uncomfortable or make me laugh. Cause Dale just played a, a dating style type game and he was bored out of his mind for a good chunk of it. What, Doki Doki? It, yeah, I literally Doki. almost stopped playing that game four fucking times because nothing happened, <gasps> and then all of a sudden it becomes a fucking shit show. Yes, yes, it does. Yep, that's exactly how it works. And I fucking okay, hated it up until that point, and I literally was just like, I can't, I can't fucking play this anymore. But I kept fucking clicking buttons. Yeah, good. And yeah. Yeah, it's just Monica. That's how it goes. I mean, when I watch Shark Dude, he's like, okay, okay. And then shit started to go hit the fan. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's exactly so, how it works. So, yeah. yeah. That's that's how the game works. It, it lulls you into a sense False of like, uh, and then you're like, what's going on? So, yeah. Well, it even, it even spoilers. Uh, I'm not even going to say specifically what it is, but like, it lulls you. Like, the, the first thing that like starts and goes off. It lulls you into a false sense of security by giving you that same scenario ahead of time, but with nothing bad happening. Like yes, it plays yeah, you. The, yeah, it's just like do 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 do, and it's like boom, you know, oh no. So yeah, yeah next I, uh, week we will be going over Tower of God. Tower was of God. Tower, Tower, Tower of God. God. So yeah, watch I, the first three of that. Yeah. If you keep up, it'll be cool. It'll be a good time. 
Uh, yeah, it has a nice, easy name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can. You can. I'm, I'm curious about where it's gonna go. Like, well, I can tell you where you can find me. Yeah. Find mixer.com/slash/confimus, Twitter, confimus, Instagram, confimus. Copper. Um, you can also find me at confimus. I mean, no, no, you cannot. <laughs> um, I mean, you can find me in this chat, but you can find me at copperline um, designs.com or copperline art, copperline designs on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for me. Then you can find me at Mr. Vengeance TV on Twitch. Uh, then Instagram and Twitter is also Mr. Vengeance TV. Uh, thanks for listening next week. Tower of God. It'll be a good time. We'll see you guys then. Have good weeks.